Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the podcast, My Cousin Timmy. I'm your host, Cousin Troy. It's episode nine. Episode nine, people. Can't believe it. It's been a little too long. On the other side of the microphone, let me introduce to you the other person who does this podcast. His name is My Cousin Timmy. Timmy, how are you? Kalimera, everyone. That means good morning in Greek. I am Kalimera. doing well, and I'm ready to record. Glad we're back. Good. Apologize yes. for our listeners that we've been so sporadic with the timing of our podcasts, and we will try to st- stick to a weekly show going forward. We will. Anything that goes wrong with this podcast, blame Cousin Troy. Uh, we've both been pretty busy with house stuff uh, on, on each of our ends, so that's kind of been taking up a lot of our time. But like Timmy said, I'm going to try to stick to a better schedule and maybe... Well, no, we won't tease that now. We'll tease that later at the end of the show. But my cousin Timmy, the podcast. You can find us uh, on Instagram at the Real Cousin Timmy. You can find us on the Facebook, the Facebook at Spiros Bros Media, and also also on Twitter at my cousin Timmy. Timmy, what the hell's going on? How you doing? Doing great. Uh, been really busy the past few weeks. I uh, have some exciting news. Ooh, here we go. Drum roll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just bought a house in San Diego. The man is in debt for the rest of his life, people. There it is. That's right. <laughs> <clears throat> We've been talking about moving down south for a little while, for about a year. And we went down in April uh, just to get a feel for some neighborhoods and... What can I say? Uh, It happened really fast. We got lucky, and we found something that we liked and we fit, and uh, we just closed this this past weekend. Congratulations, man. Seriously, it's great news. I know you guys have been talking about it for a while. It feels like, it sounds like, and I've seen some stuff that you showed me offline where it looks like you guys have a really great home and that's going to be something that, you know, it's the future home, meaning like you could be there a very long time. So it's awesome news. It's always nice to feel settled in a good, a good community in a good uh, city. Uh, so that's great, man. Yeah. If, if you guys were listening carefully, there was a hint on an earlier podcast when mm-hmm. I told you that I drafted Manny Machado. That's true. You did. Got because I was hoping that I could root for him. But in the end, uh, we'll get to this in a minute, but (laughs) (laughs) Manny Machado has recently been traded from my fantasy team. It's You felt like you could be closer to Manny, and then so you felt like it was appropriate to trade him away on your actual fantasy team, so I like that. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so Timmy's been busy with that. You're going to be busy the next month, but like we said, we're going to keep podcasting uh, regardless of the uh, crazy move that you have coming up. Um, and uh, yeah, on my end, uh, Troy here is just painted away. A lot of painting going on in the house. Uh, oh, one thing I wanted to say thank you to you again. I did say it, I think, on the last podcast. You sent over to my kids. A huge Lego piece, which obviously was like a very nice gift, but also like, you know, Jesus Christ, like I got to put together a thousand piece Lego set, which was just, you know, took weeks on end, by the way. But I will say it was a nice blessing in disguise. So thank you. 
uh, one of my daughters has really taken to it very well. And it's like unlocked her Lego ability in the sense of like she's really interested in it. We gave her a couple more sets that we had from like years ago that we had bought her and she put them together all by herself. So it's really kind of uh, you've unlocked something in one of my kids by sending that thousand piece Lego set, which is complete. I should probably send a picture of it and shoot it your way. Uh, yes. Wow. How many of the pieces did you put together? Well, it was a joint effort. It was a joint effort. So I, I, you know, we followed step by step, uh, bag by bag. And yes, there were bags involved in this multiple bags. Um, so, you know, it was fun. It was just like a nice process. It kind of, you know, she would put all the pieces together and then I would kind of like, um, you know, firm them up, you know what I mean? Like press down on them a little harder. Um, some of the smaller stuff she had trouble with, but, uh, I've always tried to get them into into Legos and they were just like not ready for it. You know, I have a friend, his kid puts together like the Death Star Lego all by himself, you know, like these really complex uh, sets, big, huge sets, all pretty much on his own. I mean, he's supervised, but he's doing everything on his own. And I kind of wanted my kids to get into it and they just didn't at an early age. And now that it's been a couple of years, they've just, they really took to this thing. I was skeptical. I was like, I'm putting this together and... There's no way that my kids will be involved, but they were. Yeah, I feel like Legos can be uh, a little bit daunting, especially the little pieces. Oh, yeah. Um, half of them end up under the couch or on the floor, and you just yes. never never find them. Uh, so the fact that she's continued to make an effort to, to learn and do it is a great sign. Yeah, man. So good stuff there. Good stuff. Um so you, oh, before we get into fantasy baseball, uh, you you recently took a road trip, and I wanted to hear a little bit about it and see if uh, you took any of the tips that we discussed last time. So we did take a road trip. It wasn't as long as yours because I think door to door, which we did not do. But if we had done it door to door, I think it would have been like four hours and forty five minutes, which seems short, like compared to your trip. Is that correct? Uh a little bit shorter, but yeah. when I drove but, the distance, it took me about four hours and 30 minutes with no kids. So okay. it might be similar, but probably a little bit shorter distance-wise. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we did. I We took the trip, and, I mean, pretty much, you know, our kids are a little older than yours, and so they just basically were, like, blowing their brains out on iPad the whole trip. I mean, it's literally what they did. Um but there was plenty of moments. You, you always have that nice, comfortable, like one hour moment where everything's fine. You know, you can talk to your spouse. You're driving down. You got a cup of coffee. No traffic, you know. And then it's like an hour in and like one of the kids starts to like, are we there yet? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we're not even like halfway. Like, like and it's like you just got to like manage that. For one of our kids, we have to manage that. It's the constant complaining of. The legs, which is understandable, they sit in those like high chairs, you know, those, uh, um, and it's just not comfortable, you know, right. um, it doesn't look comfortable. So no, it's not. Um, but anyways, yeah, it was good. It, it, we just, the whole trip was fine. It was long, but it was good. We went to a couple of amusement parks and, uh, visited some family, uh, went down to Pennsylvania area. So it was cool. Um, and, um, the one thing that was funny though, on the last day, we ended up, this is crazy, like, we don't usually make decisions like this and throw money away, but we ended up eating one of our amusement park tickets because we got there in the morning, and there had to have been at least a 1,000 kids from from schools 
there at the park, like trying to go through security check in. And it was just a it was like a it was like a concert of just people waiting just to get through security, not even a ticket line. And we looked at it. We have two two younger kids and we just literally had to convince one of the kids and promise them like something else to substitute. But we're like, we're not staying and waiting in this line for an hour because we were driving back home. So it was too long of a day. Yeah. Yeah. Were they all wearing the same T-shirt? Um, we had the first time we went to an amusement park, I think the girls wearing Star Wars t-shirts. No, not you, the the groups. Oh yeah, they did. So it was like funny. That's really funny. You say that. Yeah. It was literally, I was saying to my wife, I was like, here comes the blue group. Oh, the red group's coming in. You know, it absolutely, it was, it was, it was too much. We were like, I'm not waiting in this. And there were actually a couple other, uh, like parents that had young kids like us that kind of saw the same thing. And, uh, this amusement park, like they can. They just look like the reviews on them is that the place is kind of like meh, and uh, they they sound like they're a holes about giving refunds and stuff like that. Ah, okay, yeah. I my favorite thing as a kid when we used to go to Disney World was seeing all the groups from like South America or Japan okay. or Japan that would all have just like hundreds of people that would all have the same T-shirt and they'd have these yeah. giant flags to like yes keep the groups together. And it was just like, nice. don't let me behind them in line on Splash Mountain. Please let me get in front of them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, you have to like, you got to, it's a whole thing. You got to think about it. Like, you know, you have to maneuver around all those groups. And so, you know, now that we're parents, it's like you look at that and you know your kids. And again, we have small kids. It's like, we're not, we can't do this. Like, there's no, no small child is going to wait an hour to go on a two and a half minute ride. No small child. How about an adult? I'm not waiting that long. I think I did that though in college, like right, like around college and right after college, those early twenties. I mean, don't you think that like you just have the patience and you're screwing around with your friends and you're trying to like have fun with other people in line? I think it's different. Yeah, for sure. It's like, oh, otherwise I got to hold this kid for two hours, listen to them whine and complain. Oh, it's it's hot. I'm sweaty. Oh, can't do it. yeah, why don't you add all that and it's uh, it's game over. So, but speaking of game over, transition here. Uh, let's talk about your fantasy uh, baseball career. No, I'm just kidding. Jesus. <laughs> well, uh, we <laughs> we're officially a uh, a third of the way through the season. Yes. Uh, so we figured we'd give an update on where we are in the standings and see how our predictions are holding up. And yes. Good idea. We'll we'll start with SOL because. This is really our baby. Uh, well, our most money invested. That's fair. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> I hate to say this, unfortunately, am in last place and riding, riding the caboose right now, and it it's is fun. not fun. It's it's been rough, my friend. It's been rough. It's been rough. I. I some of this has been, we talked about this, go back to an earlier uh, podcast episode, which we recently, me and you both listened to again, to kind of like remember the, the predictions that we made. And it's a comedy show. I think I was telling Timmy, um, Justin, the things we were saying and how confident we were, both of us. And we'll get to, we'll get to, to my issues in a little bit. But uh, it's just, it's a comedy show. And it's just funny how we analyze things like, literally like you said only like a, you know a couple months ago compared to where we are now and so in you know both leagues were were up and down yeah it's uh i don't know i don't i don't know if i can make a comeback 
I'm pretty far behind. So 10-team league. I am currently in 10th place. It's a rotisserie, uh, and I am have a total of 28. And the leader on the other uh, other end of the uh, phone line here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Cousin Troy is in first place. That has a total of 82 and a half points. Yes. Uh, so we are in reverse order in points and in the standings. Uh, I really just don't know what went wrong. My uh, my two best players really, my two two of my top four picks really have just struggled. Uh, Jose Ramirez, who I thought I might not even have on my team because he got hurt uh, the game before opening day in the preseason, yeah, uh, has just been pretty awful. Uh, he was projected to be ranked third overall. <laughs> he was my keeper. He's currently ranked 251st. Um, and really the only thing keeping him alive is the fact that he's got 14 stolen bases, which I think has got to be in the top five in the in the league. Yeah, that's true. Yep, uh, that's the one bright side there. Yep. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he just eclipsed 200 batting average. He was below 200 since day one um so that has really hurt me and then another one of my top picks who i thought was gonna i said would be a top 10 player i don't know if you have the quote written down uh yasiel puig yep uh on the service stats they're not terrible uh yeah look looking them up now i have them right here yeah they're not terrible 10 home runs seven stolen bases uh so go ahead yep uh but his batting average was below 200 until about last week also. Uh, so that has really hurt me. He just just uh, has a few hits in this past week and has up to 210. But um, for somebody who's your third pick, pretty terrible. Um, I also had Manny Machado that we talked about. I recently just traded him away uh, along with Aaron Nola, who uh, was just got blown up his first few st- few starts. Um, but I made a big trade. I think it's going to help me overall. I traded away Manny Machado and Aaron Nola for Chris Sale, who over the past two weeks, with the exception of the last start, uh, has been the best pitcher in baseball um, from his <laughs> abysmal first four games um, that people are saying basically was his spring training. Yeah. Uh, but I got Chris Sale and Adam Jones and Yoan Moncada. Um which I thought was funny because in real baseball, Moncada was traded for Chris Sale two years ago, and now I have them both on my team. There you go. Um, it really is interesting. I think what what are your thoughts there on the trade? You're, you're, you're I think you were looking at your pitching. You're looking at all your categories. I think right. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing this on purpose. But I think you're you're last in most categories. Obviously, just given where you are in the standings. Yes, yes. Uh, I think I'm second in stolen bases and everything else. Oh, right. Everything else, I'm in the bottom three. So you're really hoping that, again, Sale, I think you mentioned this when you made the trade, um, he's the best pitcher in baseball. I think there's some good, you know, there's still going to be, I think, some positive regression for Nola, uh, but he's having a real hard time finding the plate. And Sale, again, I know everyone's concerned about, you know, injury, potential injury risk, but he is the best 
pitcher uh, in the game, and that's why you make the trade. Yoan Makata's having a great season. I think this is going to be a great year for him, so I think that was awesome you got him. And Adam Jones, you know, um, I think is is a great guy to plug in there uh, in a 10-team league. I, I, think, I don't think he's a throwaway guy, so... No, not this year. He has been in the past, no. but he's uh, he's resurged, and uh, they've done some uh, underlining stats on his uh, hard contact rate and uh, weighted batting average and stuff like that. Um, and he's uh, his skill set is uh, is back to where he was when he was an all star with the Orioles. It's yeah, and and I know you were high on Nola to begin the season. Uh, I know Machado, you wanted him because you know. Like you said, West Coast guy, good player, uh, good fantasy player. So it's not as if you were just taking him just because you could follow him every day. Um, but, um, you know, I think Mancata and Machado will be more or less even. Yeah, the thing, the thing with Machado that I didn't really realize is that uh, San Diego has some guys that hit home runs, um, like Reyes and uh, Hunter Renfro. Renfro, yep. Uh, and uh, Austin Hedges sometimes the catcher, uh, but they just they've had the injury to uh, Tatis Jr., who actually was doing really well. Um, but they don't have any guys that get on base uh, in the top of the order, so a lot of their games have been really low scoring. Uh, all Machado's home runs are basically solo shots or or two run homers, so his RBI numbers uh, are going to be a lot lower than expected, uh, yep. and. You know, the runs scored probably the same. Um, and his batting average is just – it's not close right now to where they thought it would be. Um, and just based on his numbers, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to reach his projected numbers where he is now. He could definitely get hot uh, and add to the total. But, sure. you know, we'll probably we'll probably see him around 30 homers, maybe like 85 RBIs at the most – not not the uh, thirty seven and a hundred that I expected, and the fact that he doesn't get has isn't stealing any bases. He's only run twice this season. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I in return the way Adam Jones is playing, I'm probably going to get similar numbers with the homers and, and RBIs. So I'm happy with that. I'm fine with it. Uh, in order to get Chris Sale, um, and some, uh five category stats from Mankata. So I think it's a good yeah. trade. I need to shake it up. Um, you know, you can't just hold on to who you got in last place and just hope everybody, uh, you know, turns it around because it's unlikely that the entire team will do that. So, yeah, I mean, the other thing, and I think you had mentioned this, this kind of was what I want to mention in the beginning. Um, uh, when we, sorry, when we talked about the draft, like the players that we drafted on the uh, the previous uh, whatever it was third three episodes ago whatever is that you had so many third basemen right this was something that you mentioned about when you drafted that you felt like maybe you made a mistake somewhere in terms of just fitting players into specific slots in your lineup that you you know you had too many third basemen um, you got Mankata who I think is what is it second base and third base I think is dual eligibility yep. Um, so that was good because you kind of needed to open up a spot, you know what I mean? In order to kind of shake up your lineup. So, right. And I originally drafted Machado for shortstop and he became third base eligible right away. Uh, cause he's starting there every game. Uh, mm -hmm. but I have, uh, Jorge Polanco who was, I believe my last pick, uh, Stud. 
has currently ranked 40th overall is just having a great season for the twins. So I'm happy to leave him here and, and get rid of Machado. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, a good decision. Yeah. He, yeah so. Polanco's having a breakout <laughs> year. It's not a fluke. All the underlying stats uh, say that, it, that it's not a fluke. So um, it, it's not as if like, mm-hmm. you know, you're really rolling. I, I don't think it's risky. It's not a risky play. And you get yeah. Chris sale. Who's going to be better than Aaron Nola, in my opinion. So, yeah, but re- really why I'm in, I'm in the gutter is my pitching was just awful. Uh, in the first month I had, I think probably close to 10 starts of pitchers giving up six earned runs or more. Um, I had Colin McHugh, uh, who I thought was going to have a breakout season. He eventually went on the DL and may not start for a while. Uh, but he he gave up eight eight earned runs in consecutive starts. Um, mm-hmm. I had Erod from the Red Sox, who had two starts in the beginning of the season that had six-plus earned runs. Uh, Garrett Cole, who's actually doing really well overall, has had two starts where he's given up six earned runs and nine earned runs. Um, and then I streamed, uh, what's some that crap? Yeah. Some <laughs> crap. What's two, two guys I streamed Steven Matz, who's his numbers oh, right. on the face aren't, aren't bad. Um, the one start I streamed him, uh, that was the problem, which means I, you know, picked him up <laughs> off of waivers for one game. Uh, he gave up six earn runs and did not record an out. Uh, so that was pretty terrible. Uh, yeah. And then the guy from Milwaukee, I streamed, and he gave up eight earned runs in like three innings. Oh, Peralta. Peralta, yeah, yeah, yeah. So not good. Uh, hard to come back from. Uh, and then you know I had Mike Clevenger, who was my best pitcher yes. th- through three weeks, and he's been on the DL for two months. I also had Chris Davis, who had mm. kept me in the top two in home runs. For the first month of the season, he's been out for a month, um, and right before he got hurt, he really cooled off. Uh, and so I, I've had some bad luck, uh, sure, with injuries and and so forth. And just I just don't understand why these managers leave pitchers in the game after they give up f- like five earned runs. If the game isn't close. It's like, why are you leaving this guy in? He clearly doesn't have it tonight. Take him out of the game. You know, it pisses me off. You know you know who's the master of doing it is Terry Francona. Ooh, that's right, Terry. Old old, old fan favorite, Terry. And you know this because you have Carrasco. And yep. he's given up six, six runs or more a few times this season. But yeah, let's look at his freaking stats right now. Go ahead. Still, man, <laughs> still manages to pitch seven, six or seven innings. And I just yeah. don't get it. It's like he gives up six in, six runs in the first two innings, but he's still out there. It's like I it's know it. they try to conserve the bullpen and stuff, but they have ga- they have games now where they have a, a starter, which is a bullpen guy, start the game, and then the bullpen pitches the whole game. So, like, right. what's the difference if you just take out the starter pitcher who's bad? It doesn't make sense to me, you know. I I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like an it's a you know it's all circumstantial in terms of like well um did the bullpen pitch too much the day before or two days before and so it's spent um is it a situation like what you mentioned carrasco like he's a top line pitcher supposed to be um that's how i that's how a lot of people drafted him this year and basically it's like well let's just give him another inning to either work things out or we already have too many bullpen games in in cleveland's case i you know they have 
they, they're struggling to find anyone to, to, to start games for them. So it just might be a situation where they're just letting him pitch. And obviously the past two outings, he's given up 11 earned runs and four homers, Carrasco. So they're letting him pitch into the sixth inning. And I don't know. I'm not sure what his troubles are, if it's the third time around in the order. But the point being that you're trying to make is it just depends on how these managers are, are, are dealing with their bullpens um, as starting pitching. Premium starting pitching it has been nowhere to be found this year. Um, the other issue, too, is it, with all the pitching is that, as you can see, even from, I think, the totals um, on, a, on the ERA boards, they're um, they're all high. They're all in the threes. I mean, low threes are like a, an amazing pitcher this year as opposed to last year. Um, so I think a lot of folks uh, that I've been reading on Twitter, a lot of industry experts have really been mentioning that the ball has changed again um, and that there's a lot there's a shit ton more home runs given up this year than there was last year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You got you got some guys that typically aren't aren't that good and Kettle Marte anyone? Crushing. Yep, had him for a while, then I dropped him and then he hit proceeded to hit three home runs in the next week. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about this real quick with with SOL. I just want to mention this yeah. is that you said at the beginning of the season, you said you that given the way that the draft fell out for you, that you would need to trade Jose Ramirez and Lorenzo Cain. And that the quote that I have for you, and don't worry, I have a I have a quote of myself saying stupid stuff, is that you are confident that you will manage your team effectively. So what's going on, Timmy? <laughs> uh, I haven't been managing it. I've honestly, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of DFS, and that is just very time consuming. And I haven't really yeah. been paying attention to my daily leagues as much as I used to. Um, and I'm currently, I think, last in saves, which I said I wasn't worried about after the draft and that yes. I would pick people up. Um, but I've missed two opportunities so far uh, to pick up save guys as closers have changed, um, and both of those guys have done really well. So I missed the ball on those. I didn't even know that that had happened, um, you know, because I've been so busy. So... Yeah. I need to start focusing more on the daily leagues because that's where the, you know, generally where all my money is uh, invested. Sure. But it's not too late. Um, no. It's going to be hard for me to finish <laughs> first uh, by a long shot, but uh, there's still time for me to get into the money. Um, and I think I just need to make a couple of, couple of moves here and to do that. Um and yeah, ho hopefully I'm, trade Jose Ramirez is one of those things. Yeah, I'm giving Timmy a lot of crap, but uh, he, I 100% agree with him that, uh, you know, not to toot my own horn or not not to uh, show him me off, but, like, I think it'll be a little tough to catch first place and second place, but I think third and fourth, though, you know, they're, they're long shots, but not unrealistic long shots, so. Yeah, I mean, really, it just takes an injury or two to... Sure one of those other teams and uh, somebody to get hot. So, you know, when Jose Ramirez gets hot, he hits, you know, might hit 20 home runs in a month if that ever happens. Um, but it's it's possible. It's happened before. So, but yeah, uh, let's, yeah. let's, let's uh, go to the yeah, let's do the, uh, what other predictions you have written down? Let's go through those real quick. Okay. Uh, da -da -da -da. So you had said, yes, Puig will finish top 10. Marquez top 15 will win you a title. That was the quote. Herman Marquez. Top 15 pitcher. 
Yes. Top 15 pitcher, you quote was, will win you a title. Let's see here. Let's right. look at his underlying stats. Let's, let's see where he is. He's doing pretty good. Better than I thought. He's Six d- and two. 3.448 ERA, 114 whip. Uh, and all the expected metrics are actually even a little better. So Let's see. One, two, three, four. I'm going to go to his game log here. He's currently 17th. Pretty good. Ranked 17th in uh, starting pitchers. So we're right, we're right there, right on the cusp. You're right there. Yeah, it's a pretty good prediction. I know. I was skeptical myself, I think, when you said that. But he has pitched pretty well. He's had a couple of, you know, blow-up games. Not blow-up games, but five and run games. He has three of those. But, you know, to be honest with you, in this pitching landscape, I don't feel like that's way off. And, uh, yeah, he's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too worried. Uh, those three games, yeah. one was in Colorado uh, against Arizona. One was against the Red Sox. Um, Back and, when they got hot for two weeks. <laughs> and uh, I think that's that's it. The only other one, he had a four-earned run game against Baltimore at home. Yeah, then way early in the season at home at uh, Atlanta at home, give up five earned runs. But whatever, I mean, it's yeah. it's all if you it's look fine. if you look at everybody who's pitched in in cores, um, yeah. even the good players have given up four or five earned runs there. So yeah, uh, so those were those were two of I think the predictions I had grabbed uh, from listening to the last pod. And what, uh, what about, about uh, Matt Chapman? Let's look up. Let's look up Matt Chapman. I feel like he's doing fine. He's, I don't feel like he's doing great. He's way above what they projected him for. And see all, the, uh, see all this homework we're doing right on the podcast instead of doing it ahead of time. Preseason, he was one hundred and six. <laughs> yeah, and he's currently ranked, uh, where is that fortieth? Oh, he's doing pretty good. I may have to forty first. You a trade? Yeah, he's he's. Uh, I got a steal with that pick, and I was I was really into him, and that was something that I just did on my own research. Um, some of the other guys that I have that are doing really well, like Luke Voigt, um, was a suggestion from some of the podcasts I listened to. Uh, he's way overperforming his uh, projections, um, and is doing really yep. well. So, uh, but what about uh, what about you? What did, what did you I- have there? Well, I, I, my amazing prediction here, and it's it looks beautiful right now, of uh, the, my my Cy Young winner, Carlos. I I took him to around at least too early. Carrasco, uh, he has not done well. He's got a four point nine eight ERA, a one point three one WHIP, uh, two quality starts out of twelve starts, two, um, four and six. Uh, his underlying metrics. Do see a, a, a one and a half ERA drop, so there there's some a lot of positive regression. He's got all his underlying skills are great, but on the surface he has sucked. Uh, I have him in both leagues, SOL in the show. His last two starts, as I just mentioned, eleven earned runs, four homers. Um, he's just given up too many home runs. He's just given up way, way, way too many home runs. I think he's given up almost twenty on the year. So. Um, that's killed him. Um, so yeah. that's been a sucky prediction. That's that's yeah. safe to say. I've, but uh, I've had him in the past two years, and overall, he's a good pitcher. He's got a good skills, and he strikes out a lot of guys. But 
he always has a handful of games where he blows up and, you know, gives up six to eight earned runs. Um, and that's just who he is. And I don't think that's changed. And I didn't see how you thought he was the, you know, one of the top three pitchers in the league this year. I know. Well, his, I don't know. His underlying skills are super high, so we'll see. We'll see. But he's going to have to he's going to have to pitch a few shutouts to, to get that ERA way down. So uh, I, it could be, uh, it may not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, another player uh, that I don't have in any of these leagues that we're talking about, but a couple other ones that I was super high on was uh, Anthony Rendon. Uh, he is freaking crushing it. His underlying skills are fire. His surface stats right now are pretty much fire. He's not going to hit 40 home runs. So I, like, I, I want to say that up front, but right now he's got 10 homers. You don't, he doesn't steal. He's hitting 331. He's got a 436 OBP. It's it's beautiful. His fly ball percentage is up. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to hit more than 30 homers, but he's going to have 100 RBIs, 100 runs. He's going to have a 300 batting average. I mean, that's that's he's a he's a four category player in a top four category player. So um, he's had a huge year. My other guy who I said would have a huge year, I said, I quoted, monster year, uh, was Giancarlo Stanton, and he hasn't even freaking played. So <laughs> That's right. He was your guy. He was my guy. You were so high on him. I was so, I was so high on him on, uh, what, I had him as a keeper, I guess, in the show. Uh, he's been sitting on the DL for two months. I picked him first or second, my first or second pick in the big NFBC uh, draft. Uh, I mean, it's been draft and hold, so it's like I can't even do anything. He's just sitting on my bench. Yeah, that uh, sucks. He, he's had eight at bats, Tim. Eight. <laughs> um, eight at bats this year. He's not helping me, and every time he seems like he's getting better. Which again, this, it's all these phantom injuries with this guy. It's like he had a bicep ish- issue, which is the reason why he was out. Now he's had like leg issues. He's had a shoulder issue. He plays a simulated game. He's okay. He plays in a minor league game. Then he got hurt again. I mean, he may not even play till after the All Star break at this point. <laughs> you know what's a funny injury? I have I have uh, Brock Holt on uh, one of my NFBC teams, and yeah. he was telling uh, the catcher and the umpire in a recent at bat that the reason why he was on the injured list was because his son, who is a I don't know, I'm assuming under two years old, <laughs> scratched him in the eye when he was holding him. <laughs> he scratched his like cornea. <laughs> he, oh my god really yeah and he couldn't play for two weeks because he couldn't see holy shit isn't that that's crazy? crazy yeah yeah oh yeah pretty goodness. funny stuff um but uh let's okay so your predictions we're about 50 50 i'd say the two of us <laughs> yeah sounds which, it which you know isn't a terrible percentage um i can't say the experts are any better they're probably closer to 70 percent, maybe yeah Probably, um, but I think they. I think the big thing with the experts, and I know I'm way more into it than you are in some respects, because you know you feel a lot more confident the way that you analyze the game and look at the players and see what they're see. You know, projecting what they may or may not do based on on a, watching a lot of baseball, which I do the complete opposite. Which I think in both those cases, neither is the right answer. I think you need to do you do you need to do a little of both, I guess is my point. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I barely watch baseball and I just read a lot of stuff and I just follow the analytics of it as much as I can, not as much as I'd like to. Um, but um, I think it's just, they're patient. They're a little more patient with players, the industry experts. And also they just have a good sense of like other free agents to pick up. 
um, based on research, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at here. Uh, let's move over to the show. Um, Which is kind of the mirror opposite. Yes. Not as bad, maybe, where I am, but for you, you're in first place right now. That's right. So my, my prediction for the show was that I was going to win the league and I was going to finish in first place in the regular season. Um, and then, you know, I said I'd be in the top two in the playoffs because you just never know on a one-week basis. But uh, I'm currently in first place, one and a half games ahead of the second, third-place team. Uh, yeah. And two of my my top two pitchers, basically, have not pitched yet. Um, I've had Corey, was- Klu- Corey Kluber, who pitched right. for what? Three weeks, maybe, maybe three, yeah. or four, three or four starts at the most. Yep. Um, and he was pretty bad, and then he got hurt. Uh, and then I have Luis Severino, um, who really far preseason was like one of the top guys. He was going to come in and have a monster year, and then he got hurt, um, and his projections just went way down. Um, so he hasn't pitched yet, but he's he's throwing. Uh, he's supposed to be close uh, to do wow. simulated games, um, yeah. but most likely he'll be back All Star game. So, considering I'm missing my two two of my best pitchers, uh, and I'm in first place, I, I feel comfortable that um, you know it's going to be tough yeah. tough for my team to fall. And the, you do have Jose Ramirez on this team, right? I do have Jose Ramirez uh, on the in the show. You have him yes. in both 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 leagues, so it's like amazing. You've had this, and, and so he's you know as we just we were just talking about, like he's greatly unperformed, understatement, and it's like um, he could heat. You know, he's supposed to heat up. Um, Skill set looks like it'll do that. So you even have like another premium hitter uh, that could be heating up here in the next two months. So, right, yeah. I mean, a big part about it is, and you know this. Because uh, you have him in SOL, I have Cody Bellinger, uh, yeah. who's surprised everybody and has been the best player in the league um, by far. It's not even close. Uh, Yelich, I mean, come on, Yelich. But, well, uh, go ahead. Okay, yeah. Uh, the two of them. Go ahead. Right, right. Um, but I mean, my hitting is just crazy. I have, uh, you know, a big guy that helped me was Michael Chavis who I drafted in the minor leagues. Um, I brought him up. He's done really well. Uh, you know, and I, ha- I have Mookie Betts and Mondesi, uh, Bellinger, yep. Jose Ramirez, who's been terrible, um, and Puig, who has been terrible. Like, those That's are two, those are two guys that could turn it around. Um, so I'm pretty confident that I'm going to stay at the top. Uh, you the, you are in eighth place in your first woo. your first season. You inherited a team, so um, that's tough to work with. Uh, it is, and then I had two big injuries, being sure. you know t- two players, Andujar who's gone and who, who should never have come back anyways, and Stanton who Jesus, hopefully he comes back, but the, they're they're gone. I mean, again, I can't make excuses, you know, um, but um, it's a little different of a league because of the keeper aspect uh, in the show. Um, in, in the fact that you can keep up to seven players, right, going into mm-hmm. the season. Uh, so it makes it tough, tougher um, to kind of pick up free agents. And the team itself, I'm sorry, your lineup itself compared to SOL is is, a, is more expansive. You have a middle infielder. 
uh, in a, in a uh, corner infielder. So you have extra infield positions. You have an extra outfielder. Um, so that helps. So, for instance, as you were mentioning about two players you have in both leagues, Puig and Jose Ramirez, in, the, in SOL, that's killing you because you have three less offensive positions there than you do in the show where you can kind of you can cover that um, uh, that drain that you have on, on some of your uh, your counting stats. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, but regardless, I said one of my quotes is that I will win all the hitting categories. I said that I was I was very confident that I will win all the hitting <laughs> categories. I checked back at every week because this is a weekly head to head league. And I have with the exception of one week, I have not now two weeks because last week I won. Uh, this past week, I won the hitting categories. I have not won. I've only won two hitting categories out of whatever, how many weeks we're in. So um, my pitching's been better than I thought, um, uh, which, you know, is a bit of a surprise, a little bit, given I have Carrasco sitting on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I need some help. I need some offensive help. We'll see if uh, if uh, well, let's uh, we turn to some guys. Yeah, maybe we can do a first here um, live on the podcast. Let's uh, let's complete a trade. Right oh my now. goodness! You know uh, I can't do that. Let's just—I uh, <laughs> just want to report in week four. Good. Uh, I played you in the show. And How did that go? I beat you thirteen to one. Um, and how many? And how many categories do we we play with? Fourteen. So. <laughs> oh God. Um, Let us. This doesn't Christ. even make sense. This shouldn't even be a wait, what. I beat you thirteen to one, and the one category that you beat me on was innings pitched. Yeah, that's right. Crushed you. How? That's a stat. Yeah, you didn't know this. No, I just they always they've always had that just as a placeholder to meet the minimum. I didn't know that that you got a point for that. Yeah, I think the uh, the commissioner that was a big ch- that was a change uh, going into the season. I forget what the previous category was. It wasn't wins. It was something else. Um, I don't know what it was. I forget what it was changed to. But he changed to innings pitched. What the hell? So <laughs> I I I beat you in every category except for innings pitched, which is insane. Crushed, this is insane. Yeah, I crushed you by twenty innings. The, the only reason why I won, <laughs> by the way, is that the only reason that 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 I beat Timmy in that category though was because I was desperately just throwing anything I could to like make up any ground in any of the other pitching categories of which I was completely unsuccessful. Uh, so that's the reason why I had so many innings that week. Oh wow, um... that was it was terrible. I've had a tough go of it, uh, brother. I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I thought I would be better. And uh, it, it just hasn't happened. I mean, whatever. I, I can sit here and cry about injuries, but um, all right, you let's, know, let's make the whatever. trade. Let's make the trade right now. You need some hitting, and I need I need could use some pitching potentially. Um, yeah. you want to trade me, Mike Clevenger? Oh, he's so good, though. Well, he hasn't. He he's not going to pitch for another two weeks, and. He hasn't played in a while. Well, you off. You told me that you would willing to trade, trade me Degrom. So, I did. What are you worried about? Uh, I'm not really worried about anything. He's going to be good, so I know what I'm giving up. But um, let's see. I don't know. I can't. I can't do this on the damn podcast. All Let right, me see. You have you have five seconds to pick a player <laughs> that you would, will trade, and then oh I, I will pick a player in five seconds, and we can 
we can say yes or no. I'll take bets. No, I said who you have to pick somebody in your <laughs> team that you're willing to trade. Yeah. I'll, uh, only one? Okay. Uh, we'll do one for one. Oh, jeez. Well, then, yeah. Uh, then I'll do DeGrom for bets. You, you'll you trade DeGrom. I'm not trading your bets for DeGrom. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Tell me one. What, what's the what's the bad? What's the, what's the downfall there? He's the best player I have. <laughs> no. Come on. Bellinger is. That would be crazy if I offered Bellinger. Bell- on. on paper, he is right now. But overall... He, yeah. Mookie was is is there, so you can't uh, you can't do it because you can't justify that you that you gave up uh, whatever his name is well, uh, Vlad Junior. Friend Degrom is just he's Sick. he's great he's great he would be my best pitcher but he's not his stats are not top five mm. right now at least. What about giving me Marquez and another lesser hitter? Uh, okay. <laughs> Who do you want, Gritchick? Uh, you love Gritchick. Uh, maybe. Okay, you want Marquez and Gritchick? Uh, I have to do my research. I can't do this. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. See, this is what makes the podcast fun. People wanting to see. This is, this, people, this is how hard it is to make a trade. You see, we're trying to do this live. Imagine sending a trade to somebody mm-hmm. and they're like looking over your team for an hour on their computer. And then you just get back shit. Like, I've been trying to make, make trades. <laughs> I've been trying to make trades in SOL for weeks now. And you offer you offer a trade that you think is somewhat fair. And then somebody on the other end thinks it's not even close. And they send you a trade back. Like, your five best players for their worst player. It's like, just to piss you off. But that that's an SOL trade. And, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm sure other leagues happen too. But that that is an SOL thing. And... Uh, and I sent you a legit offer in SOL, but I understand why you didn't accept it. But I felt like it was legit trade, um, not a crappy fu trade. Um, and I just can't settle on I can't settle on, on on the show. I'll be honest with you, I can't. Like part of me is like I need to be patient, and I'll get back. What actually? Let me ask you quick. What are the standings or what are the placements for the playoffs? Like where do you need to get finished? Top six, top five. Uh, must be top five, right? I I will tell you right now. I think it's six. Yeah, it's top six. First two teams get a buy. Okay, well, let's think about this just in context of like this league. Then I mean, I'm 21 and a half games behind you in first place. I'm not going to catch you. I'm not concerned with that. I need to get to the playoffs, which you said yourself that like. You know, anything can happen in the playoffs in a head-to-head scoring league. I think, you know, it, it, you know, as you well know from last year. Um, so I look at it, and in terms of the sixth-place team, I'm only five and a half games behind them. So I don't know. I, like, I'm, I'm still in the hunt for the playoffs. I don't know if I need to trade DeGrom. All right, fine. Uh, it, fine. I, no, this, is, this discussion <laughs> is over. You're done. That's okay. I'm glad it's over because now I can offer uh, I can offer I can offer Slick a good trade now and give him the grunt. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's just all right. Let's, let's just go up. through uh, here. Our other just a quick update. NFBC, which is a draft and hold, we did this far in advance of opening yeah. day. Um, didn't really have much time to do a lot of research, at least on my end. Um, currently, the league that we're in together, out of 15 teams, I'm sitting in eighth place and you are in 10th. 
God damn it. Um, yep. <clears throat> for a while, we were in the top five. Uh, and recently, we've just our teams have just fallen. It's it's hard. It's I have one guy who gets saves on my team, so I'm last in that category. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm first in almost every hitting category. Hitting, yeah, hitting category. But my pitching is is towards the bottom, which you know, which would leave me right in the middle of the pack where I am. So, yep. Yeah, and I'm the complete opposite. My pitching, I'm like top four out of fifteen. I'm, and my hitting is the complete opposite. It's it's literally second to last out of fifteen teams. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's a shitstorm. Yeah. Um, my you other know, I, uh, my other NFBC team yeah. that I did. How's that one going? This was the long four hour draft slot, which was just brutal. Um, it's like a two week draft, people. Yeah, I'm in tenth place, uh, and my team overall isn't isn't bad. I have good balance um, as far as players goes go, but uh, I'm not. I'm in in saves. I'm second to last, um, but all the other categories, I'm like not far off um, from moving up in some points. So there's still hope, I think, to finish in the top three. Um, nice. So we'll see. But uh, it's going to take some turnaround to get there. So those are our uh, standing updates for, for our leagues here. How are you doing, in, right. that, uh, how are you doing in that fan tracks one? Oh, getting uh, demolished. Uh, let's see. Uh, fan tracks, I think I'm in fifth place out of 12 teams mm. um that's a regular roto um and then the other one was a points league and i thought i was gonna like do really well there and i am getting absolutely crushed it's 25 teams no 24 teams deep and i'm like 16th and i'm so i'm getting crushed mm. um yeah yeah it sucks i don't know whatever i just thought i would do better i'll be honest with you similar to what you were saying i think about maybe not the nfbc teams because those are draft and hold so you can't do anything the team you draft is the team that you play with all year um, in those players, um, I, I haven't, it's not, it's a shitty excuse, but it's like, I just have not paid attention, um, as much to the fan tracks, uh, leagues that I've been in. And so only the past two weeks that I've been like, Oh, I need to do something here if I actually want to like, you know, do better. And, um, you know, it's like, you can't let this stuff go because then it's like, you lose out on a whole month of making moves. Um, yeah, it's, so. it's tough. The daily leagues, the, uh, I'm in another CBS league and I was in top three until about a month yeah. ago and i okay. i was really happy with my team um and uh i didn't you know it's a weekly uh lineup update so i didn't feel like i had to pay attention to it um, sure but the people in this league there's no fab so it's just free ad drop um first mm. come first serve and the, these guys are picking up players every day like multiple multiple transactions happening and now i like haven't paid attention i've dropped down the seventh um, yeah. and I was like, Oh crap. Like I need to get with it. Um, so sure. I, I've made a few, few, few moves recently, um, and moved up two slots, but you really like, if you miss a week in any of these things, like you really brings your way down. That's exactly what's happened to me. These other leagues have all been weekly leagues. Like when you set up your lineup and I'm just like, Oh shit, I forgot to set my lineup. And it's like, you know, you're sitting there with like Kendris Morales on your freaking utility spot who sucks. You know what I mean? And you're like, you know, it's just, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. He's pretty brutal. So, um, anyways, yeah. Anyways. So we'll see. Um, we have some potential exciting, exciting news for the podcast. Uh, 
in a couple of weeks, once I pack up my house here, I'll be taking a trip to Boston. Um, and cousin Troy and I may be able to do our first live in person podcast. I think it's going to be great. I think we should definitely have beverages. Oh yeah. Yeah. We should, uh, we should do it late at night over some, some drinks. Um, maybe we'll have a, a guest on. Yes. Ooh, maybe brew Dave. I'm <clears throat> sorry. Yeah. Could be brew Dave. Uh, Anyways, so that sounds like great. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing my cousin Timmy on the East Coast uh, f- uh, for a couple weeks there. So that should be great, dude. And um, I think that's it. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah, that's right? that's a uh, wrap it up show. Uh, thanks for for listening. Um, this was episode nine, right? One. The next episode is our big big double digits. That's right. We're gonna that's finally exciting. make double digits. Yeah, I uh, was hoping to debut the lo- the new logo um i'm still waiting to hear back from uh our designer see if he can make those changes so i'll uh, see if i can follow up with him um to get those done but uh yeah let's uh i need everyone say a prayer for me for my fantasy teams i need i need a big change to happen all right as everyone uh prays for uh timmy's <laughs> uh, fantasy baseball leagues that they care so much about um, once again, episode nine, thank you so much for listening again, follow, uh, on Twitter at, uh, the real cousin Timmy, um, and on Instagram at, uh, my cousin Timmy or that, no Instagram, the real cousin Timmy, Twitter at my cousin Timmy, and we'll see you next episode. Hopefully a live episode here on the East coast. Take care, everyone. Kali Nikta means good night. <laughs>